I'm Dietrich Hunter, and this is Curate Curiosity. If we want to better the future, we must disturb the present. Catherine Booth. Today's episode is all about embracing the journey, the journey ahead from the lessons learned on the journey behind. In today's episode, James Wade unpacks lessons he's learned on his journey to Vegas. Now, this is no ordinary road trip. This trip is packed full of expectations, of memories, wins, and many losses. Check out this episode today to understand the story of him as an artist, our connection as family, and the next steps and new chapters he's opening with the recent release of his album, In the Middle of Nowhere. Let me give it to you back, back, forth and forth. Back, back, forth and forth. Awesome. So today I'm here, Dietrich Hunter, your host, with another episode of Curate Curiosity. Excited for this conversation, uh, not only because it has to do with travel, but because it has to do with family. This is my cousin, James. James, tell the people a little bit about yourself, where you're coming from, where you're calling from today. And uh, yeah, just a little bit about your story, where you at right now. Uh, yes, sir, man. I appreciate you. Of course, family right there. That's my cousin. Um, I'm James Wade, man. Uh, I originated out of Stone Mountain, Georgia. I've Man, I've lived in... I want to say like 16 different cities throughout the United States and I've lived in 10 states. So, you know, I've seen a, I've seen a lot of the world in, in, in different ways from traveling with high school and college football to touring as a musician at a na- on a national level, international, uh, regional tours and just always someone who seeked adventure. I was always the type, hey, get get me and the boys together and uh, let's just take a trip somewhere. So um, I'm definitely somebody that just enjoys experiences in life. And, and I'm very intentional about having those. So that's a little bit about me where I am right now. I'm in Vegas and uh, Amen. I'll definitely get more into that. <laughs> but yeah, Vegas is amazing. And uh, it's, the, it's the best move I ever made, to be honest. Sweet, man. Well, appreciate you for joining the show. Can't wait to hear about a little bit of these trips that you want to share as well as just some snapshots of your life. Uh, we met when we were super young, our, our, our moms were friends and, and now we still connected. So I couldn't ask for, for a better person to be, to be coming on today. Um, but yeah, before we jump into this game to tell the people a little bit more about you, is there anything you want to plug or mention about, you know, what's going on in your world or that, that you've been creating uh, and putting out into the world? Man, I am extremely blessed to, uh, let you all know about my album that just dropped. Um, it dropped August 25th. 
Um, it's called In the Middle of Nowhere. Again, that's James Wade, In the Middle of Nowhere. It's a beautiful piece of work. This is the best work I've ever created in my life. So, oh, and bro. I can say that with confidence. So it's on all streaming platforms. All you have to do is look for James Wade, In the Middle of Nowhere, and it's everywhere. Appreciate you. We definitely want to plug that as we release this episode soon. Uh, I think it'll be great to give it more of a listen in that chapter by chapter basis and follow the arc of uh, this album as it matures and grows on people and and through your performances. So super excited, super proud of you, cuz I think that, again, to think that this is your best work, um, this is your best work so far. That's the only correction I have for you. You know what I'm saying? hundred percent, hundred percent. We're going up, we're going there up. There it is, lights <laughs> on, let's go. So the real big thing we want to do real quick is just take some time, let our hair down a little bit. I don't have much hair. James got all the <laughs> hair, but it's all good. So what we're going to do is a classic from season one, One Gotta Go. So I'm going to give him four options. He going to tell me the one that's got to get nixed off the list, right? Which one are we crossing out, throwing out? cutting out of the world so we're gonna start uh with just some easy ones right so we got four options popcorn cookies cake or candy again popcorn cookies cake or candy easy layup one just to like uh, candy's gotta go candy's, candy's gotta go, go. yeah candy's tell us why because i don't see it i'm a candy person i've been doing good lately my addiction is lowered <laughs> but i definitely still need it in the world yeah, you know what? I'm not I've actually given up sweets. Um so I don't do candy at all. So it was it was very easy for me. I actually my other one would have been popcorn cuz I don't do popcorn either, but candy is the one that I've definitely been away from longer. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. I was definitely going popcorn. Popcorn is like it gets stuck in your teeth. It's like all these things like you don't can't really celebrate with it. Maybe at the movies. Like, you know, my wife would kill me because she's like, we have a popcorn maker at the house. But for me, I'm not. I'm not here for it. No, no, no way. Right now, then the next one still in the food category. Uh, four okay. options for you. Again, you sound like a healthy uh, young brother. So I, I don't know if these are going to be on your list. You might say all four got to go. I don't know. But here we go. So we'll give you two similar options and then two uh, very, very different options. So which one got to go? Taco Bell, McDonald's, Hanes, or Chick-fil-A? Man, they all got to go. <laughs> yeah. They all got to go. Yeah, I don't Tell do me why. I need food. to know. Man, yeah, so fast food's off my list, too. So I don't do any Man. fast food whatsoever. And uh, I just think about all those options. Like, I think Canes would have been the last one I would have given up. Okay, why so? Between Canes and Chick Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I yeah, McDonald's, I let that go a long time ago. And what, and what was the <laughs> other one? Taco Bell. I still... Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. <said> no. No. <laughs> so, wait, before I jump into mine, uh, actually, let me jump into mine real quick. And then I want to know yeah, why you cut all this off of your list. So, for me... I probably have to cut off one of the similar options. I just tried Cane's recently and it mm. was delicious. My brother put me on <laughs> Cane's for the for my niece's little birthday party. And honestly, it's similar to Chick-fil-A, but it's like a simpler menu, basically. So it's like I probably would choose, I probably would choose Chick-fil-A. I'm gonna be real with you, because mm. there's a lot of chicken options that have emerged. I know that's not that's gonna be very unpopular. Audience is that big, but there's gonna be blowback, I can tell. Right. But TB, I don't do it often, 
but it's clutch, right? Same with McDonald's. It's like sometimes you just need a double chi, right? It's not like you don't need to, I don't go there regularly, but if I'm traveling or if I'm like in a bind or we at the, you know, airport and it's like, we need something quick. It's like slip slap, we're there, right? Yeah. So that's, that's what it is for me. But Canes is, uh, I think I needed to stick around a little bit longer to test it some more. <laughs> so I, I could not say that, but, but please break down, Blake, break down why, uh, why you cut things out? Is there like a routine you follow? Is this something that you like kind of have, have done recently to kind of clear your head or make yourself man. just kind of like centered? I mean, I tell you the truth, bro, like how I got to it. That's how I know I was supposed to follow this path. Mm. Um, I have always continued to do sports even after college. So I've regularly lifted. I've regularly kept into intramurals. Mm. Regularly, I go play pickup. I play any sport. And I was noticing that I was losing a step. Mm. And so, and still, same workout routine, same, right. you know, I mean, I'm, I'm going up a notch. I'm taking myself there, but I seem to be losing a step. And I'm like, okay, how mm. do I get ahead of that? Yeah. So I just honestly started doing research. And the research actually got me into finding the psychological advantages mm. of taking these things out of my diet. Because it, it started off talking about like how it would what it would do to my joints and, and what it would do to just mm. you, just my abilities and all this kind of stuff. And then it started going over to how it would change the way I thought it would change the way I saw the world. That's and huge. that really hit me. Just a lot of the stuff that it was just talking about the, the correlations between what you eat and, and how you feel and 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 how that's regulated like that really hit me hard. And bro. Mm. I don't know. I've always had a fast and spirit. Like when I've wanted to stop something, I just stop it. Right. Mm. It, I've you. never kind of lingered with something. And honestly, bro, I took it out and I could tell within the first few months, like not only like my athleticism went up, my physique was like, I mean, you could clearly see the eight pack. Like it mm. was like no struggle. Like the muscles, <laughs> was, I was like, bro, this is, I felt better. I was I wasn't tired. I didn't have anxious feelings. I didn't have these kind of angry spells and stuff like that. I mean, it's it literally changed my life, bro. And so once I saw the benefits, it wasn't even worth it for me to go back. Hmm. Respect, bro. I I appreciate you on that. I I have a couple little, you know, things that I I do, but I haven't cut all of it yet. I think I've struggled with uh you know, with the whole, like, whole hog, like, I'm not going to do this fully. Yes. Um, because I think that that idea of, like, moving through spaces, and this is just just my personality as well, but I've done for the last year or so, like, an, a spell or two where it was, like, no, no meat, low sugar till 2 p.m., right? Where it's, like, I don't want to start my day with that stuff. I don't want that stuff till maybe dinner, right? And I yes. think that some of that's been helpful to cut that back. It also has shown me other options. And I think that that's really more why I was doing it wasn't necessarily to like completely annihilate things from my regimen, but like more to say, are, am I even being intentional in what I'm putting in my body? Or am I just grabbing the first thing? Right. Yes, sir. Yes, and that sir. has been helpful. Right. Like knowing that's that right. I need to eat a certain amount of calories just to like feel OK, but then being yes, able to say, so what's on the list? Right. What's on the list? And I've been able to shakes you know it's not even just me now it's me and her so like me Love doing that and taking care of myself is now she's replacing you know morning coffee with that first mm, love that love that so yeah man it's, it's been good to 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 cut into to habits with intentions i guess is the kind of way to put it 
Yeah, no, a thousand. And I and I know with me, man, it, this is just the I there's I'm a maniac with things, right? And I'm very much I go out into like I'll go into a kickboxing regimen and I'm training. And I'm like somebody's training harder than me. Somebody's doing this. Like those thoughts go through my head so regularly. That competitiveness of hmm. just wanting to like outdo and go over and beyond in every single way nothing about that i'm saying is necessarily healthy it's very competitive it's very like i'm always in that mode um but that competitive spirit of just like i hear it like in the gym it's like one more you gotta do rep because somebody else is doing it like those feel me so it's it's always fueled me and good things the byproduct of that has been all of these great things in which I've developed intangibles or developed mm-hmm. skills. And so it's like, I don't didn't know why I was doing it, but it's like, I keep seeing the result of it. So I'm like, okay, just keep going with this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's producing, mm-hmm. you feel great, you know, it's going to run. Right. So it's like, and mm-hmm. it, and I'm not one of those people where, I'm so convicted in something that I can't turn around and say, okay, I want to make adjustments. I'm very Mm -hmm. flexible in life. I'm very about once I learn something new, all right, for six months, I won't do this Mm -hmm. for three months. I won't do this for three months. I got to work out every single day. No rest day. Like Mm -hmm. I'll put myself under that strain Mm -hmm. and force myself into these, these uh ranges yeah yeah you know what i mean ranges of time where it's like okay you're doing this like you're training for a fight and it's like i put my my mind and my body through that often i don't know it just brings that like it just keeps me and and it's weird because in the corporate space Hmm. i've i've used a lot of this where it's like every single day is a new challenge that i want to focus on to have my people uh performance drive Mm-hmm. I give them something new every day. So no matter if the, the job is, a hey, you're doing these seven things all the time. It's like, no, we're going to find a different way of looking at this every single day so that we stay engaged. We stay locked in. We never let go. Right. Yeah. And so, you know what I mean? And so it just it huge, feeds bro. over because that's just my personality. Right. So I just <laughs> I want to get both ways. That's dope, man. That's really crazy. I, I have two things to share. Number one, I'll say the competitive nature when you was talking about that. I'm going to try to say this without tearing up, but like there hasn't literally, I'm not just saying this because when you said that, I realized I was like, oh shit, like this is what it is, right? I haven't played one game, one game, football, basketball, baseball, rugby, even as an adult, where your voice wasn't in my head when that last quarter started saying, judgment day, what you going to do? Judgment day. We out in the back in Peoria hooping every time, right? And I remember that. I remember that and that sticks with me and I didn't realize in that moment until really right now, right? That that's, that was you, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) That was you trying to get me to like, not just be like holding lazy defense, you know, on my brother or on your brother. Right. But that stuck with me. That idea that like, Hey, we might be down a couple points or Hey, this might look like the same thing you're doing again, but like, no, no, it's new. Get it. You know what I'm saying? So I really appreciate that, bro. I I appreciate that callback. And that's interesting because that's, 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 I didn't realize until I got into uh, adult life that that is rare, my dude. That is not everybody. So when you bring that kind of energy, even to your office, sometimes, unless you are, you know, managing, leading, even sometimes as a leader, 
that doesn't that's like sandpaper for some people right so 100%. Yeah, 100%. it'll smooth them up and make them look pretty so it's all good yes sir all good but yeah i appreciate that and the other thing is that with the habit stuff i mean mm. bj, BJ fogg is gonna kill me i i recommend this book to everybody i know but this book is yes, a very interesting cross-section of what we're talking about it's called tiny habits and it has that element of like how to choose your outcomes based on those like small steps um and you you've hacked it to the point of knowing how you can like do these longer sprints right and that's not everybody again not everybody has that like deep drive so he kind of does it from another angle of how do you ramp up to the deeper drive right uh yes, but maybe maybe something worth putting on your shelf or recommending yeah, to some of your people yeah. tiny yeah, habits yeah, has changed changed so much for us like for me personally i listened yes, to it as a pod first and then uh just kind of like implemented some stuff with my workout routine and it's just stuck with me. Like I, I, I don't work out a whole, whole bunch and I do like kind of change my regimen based on the season or whatever, but adding in yoga, right. Doable because of that, right. Different aspects, even in our marriage, right. Relational stuff. Right. So it's super right. interesting to consider how, how our expectations come through um, and how those like get activated or get abandoned. Right. And I think that, that that aspect of Tiny Habits helps us and helps me put my expectations in a place that people can track them, right? And like see them in a way where they're not intimidated by that fighter spirit, right? Because they can they can nibble off whatever they can handle, really, basically. Yes, sir. Yes, so, sir. That's yeah, man. I didn't know we was gonna go there, but yeah, that's uh that's that's important. That's important to realize. So appreciate you, man. So as we transition, we'll do a couple more of these. And then uh, we'll we'll kick it to the uh, we'll kick it into the show. So you know, black black entertainment television, right? So we, we I want some I want some perspective here. So the first one is, which one of these shows got to go? Martin, One Hundred Six in Park, Jamie Foxx show, or Fresh Prince? I'll give them to you again. Which one got to go? Martin, One Hundred Six in Park, Jamie Foxx show, or Fresh Prince? Which one got to go? One Hundred Six in Park. Word. Tell me why. I think with all of those other shows, you can look at episodes that really touched real life situations mm. and were fed to you in a way where you were entertained, but you felt yourself coming away like, I can use that in life. Mm. Like, the, I think 106 and Park was just another vehicle for the music that they wanted to, to target to you. And course that's just the regular mass music and yeah. as we've seen now we thought that was harmless but it fed into what where we are now so hmm. 106 and park will always stand as just another one of those trendy spaces that just continued to push that narrative hmm. instead of fight against it you never got anything different how many independent artists did you did you hear hmm. on there how many neo soul and you know, African dance, like different type of music that would still be quality and that still would could have engagement. All you need is effective marketing strategies mm. and to really try some stuff. But that was lazy. That was low hanging fruit. And so looking back as a kid, I was like, yeah, <laughs> but as an adult, I look back on that and mm. not a, you know, understanding the business. I'm like that. They didn't feed us anything. Mm. Or having. Is there any hope if they were to reboot that show? What what would maybe be one or two pivots? Because I think there's going to be a lot of people who who disagree, and I think that's their 
prerogative, but if you were to offer them like an olive leaf or olive branch to say, hey, if y'all change this, this, these one, two, three things would make this not only palatable, but successful from your, your aspect of not feeding the same thing. Uh, I, I'll just say this. What we're conditioned to be programmed to watch on that show, their, their specific programming yeah, is not even geared to have that conversation within one of its pilot shows. Wow. Because that would be an oxymoron. Like the fact that 106 and Park would exist on BET would mean that 106 and Park would exist exactly as it is. Hmm. Asking for something different would not be understanding why you're being fed that in the first place and where that specific medium Narrative is coming, coming from. Yeah, what their goal is. I hear BET you. and the people that own BET have a very specific goal in programming. 106 in Park, Park already fits that narrative. That's why it's got picked up. Right. So, so it's like a tentacle on the octopus. There's no hope. Yeah, 100%. Okay, awesome. Appreciate you, bro. I think that that, that perspective is key. And I, I'm super interested in that perspective more from the outside as like a seeing you as an artist, you know, as well as a, you know, a, a bigger person than that, that persona, I think yes, it's sir. key to understand that part of the narrative and that layer, but beyond just what's on the surface. So I appreciate you for taking us along that journey with you. All yes, right. So sir. in the last one, um, focusing on music, um, I'm just focusing on groups here. So we got Dipset, Hot Boys, Wu-Tang or Bone Thugs, which one got to go? You said Dipset, Hot Boys, Wu-Tang, Bone Thugs. Oh, wow. That's a hard one. What was the first one again? I'm sorry. Dipset, Diplomats. So Dipset, Hot Boys, Wu-Tang, or Bone Thugs? Yep, I'm going to get rid of Dipset. You I think all Santana, gone. Yeah, gotta, gotta, they got to get out of there. Bone is a is a cultural, just innovative group. Time I knew you but, weren't going to take that one out. You I just know, know I you too well out. to know. <laughs> Man, I love me some Bone. And then Wu-Tang, of course. Like Wu-Tang is just one of the greatest groups of all time, the collective and as they isolate. Yeah. Um, that's what gives Hot Boys the nod over them because if you take yeah. Lil Wayne alone, outshines everybody on Dipset. So Whoop. there it is. Boom. There and that's that's key to name, right? Because, yeah, the it's the aggregate and the individual, right? That's the crazy piece is like – Whew, there's just so many yeah that that's a hurdle that's a lot to jump over but i think you're 100 on it right even if it was yeah. like a versus like you said if it was if it was way on one side and the diplomats times three it would be like well okay cool y'all ready to get murdered, <laughs> way going, yeah. <laughs> right that's, that's great bro that's great all right this last was a little lighter you could choose the system um, or arcade. I thought about this more arcade. So so which game got to go? Ninja Turtles, Super Mario Bros, Mortal Kombat, or Zelda? Which game got to Zelda. go? Zelda's Zelda. gone. Whoa. Tell me why. Yeah. I just, uh, th those other games are uh, preferable. I remember playing them as a child, and I really enjoyed them. I remember playing Zelda, and, like, it was cool, but yeah. it, it hit me and. The same way, like I wouldn't jump to play Zelda now, but I would jump to play those other three. I hear you. I think in the arcade, I 100% agree with you. I think the only thing is there's like a time in my life where like the Ocarina of Time, like we're on the N64, you know, you're playing the little flute thing. It's just burned <laughs> into my brain, right? So that's, if we're playing it at home, I might have to get rid of Ninja Turtles, but the Ninja Turtles game, the X-Men game, all those like big arcade games where you can have all your friends standing around them. Love yes, sir. Them. 
That's just unforgettable. Up. Unforgettable. So appreciate you, man. I think it's been great uh, giving the people just a peek into your mind. Um, I think that this is a great uh, way just to kind of move us towards your show. Uh, and we'll do that in just a second. All right, so we are at the point to where we get to hear about James' best trip or worst trip or somewhere in between. So, James, what do you want to share with the people today? Uh, what what travel have you done recently or what trip would you like to uh, dive in with us? Yeah, man. So I was thinking about this, man, and I I have so many great ones. I mean, I've been overseas and I've been to Poland, Switzerland, uh, London. I've, I've been I've been some pretty dope spots. I've toured all over the U.S. And so I've been in some really dope spots. So like big cities, super dope small little cities that you've never even heard of right yeah. and i was trying to think like what what was the most impactful because i because for me the experiences of travel have always been about connecting with human beings like i've never been much of a like oh i want to look at this scenery i've always been about i want to experience the way people who live here experience it mm -hmm. like i want to get a taste i put me amongst the people and yeah, let me you know let me get to be the fly on the wall Mm -hmm. And just vibe, because the one thing that I've known in my travel since I've always lived in other people's, you know, I go somewhere and it's people have lived there their whole lives and I'm the visitor yep. is like it's a very humbling experience to sit back and watch people exist in the, in a bubble or just mm. exist in this culture that's been established for so long and maybe have hasn't had a lot of outside influence. So there's gotcha. a lot of things I wanted to look at but looking back at life now I think the one that was the biggest for me was my road trip from Birmingham Alabama to Las Vegas and it was okay. when I moved here it's when I up and decided mm. and so a lot of things kind of play into that one was the idea was I had just celebrated a birthday so literally two days later I mean I was already packing up to leave I had a, I had a birthday celebration with my mother uh close friends family and i knew you know this would be the last time i'd be on this coast with them because it was my first time traveling that way and so that happened and then i actually went to a bone thugs and harmony concert in birmingham alabama of course as part of this celebration right so that, <laughs> that starts us on our way so i'm already on cloud nine i'm moving to vegas like this is Something right. I've wanted to do for a while. I'm making a trip. We, you know, I get, I'm in Atlanta with my folks. Love, love, love experiencing mm -hmm. that. Immediately go to Birmingham, Alabama, have a dope experience. Yeah. Watching all thugs, kicking it with them, really enjoying my birthday. We then go to New Orleans because we got to, you know, we, we making these stops. We're going to stop all along the way. So we go there. That was my first time there. Bourbon Street experienced the whole thing. Had locals take me in. Like I said, we had a connect that was in the area and they treated us like family. That's so crazy. again, I'm experiencing this. They taking me to the 
best spots to eat. We eating good. We kicking it on Bourbon Street. We go back. It's a kickback at the crib. It's a hundred some people in and out of these rooms <laughs> and stuff like that. And it's just high energy, good vibes, beautiful people. So again, I'm experiencing it. And I remember as I was going, there was also like a football game. I can't even remember who was playing. It just turned out we all in here watching this game and there's about like 50 of us and it we all don't know each other. And it turned out to be this whole this side against this side and this energy <laughs> just talking mess back and forth and people buying shots. Oh, if they miss that, we buy this side shots. And it yeah, just turned yeah. into this wild. I just out of nowhere. Right. Dope, bro. So again, all this. The next stop, we ended up going to Dallas. So I was actually, I have a sister who I've never met before. She's a year younger than Devon. Mm. And uh, we had been in touch off and on from like uh, when I got into college into, you know, kind of kind of lost touch, got back in touch, that type of thing. Well, we were setting up to meet since I was already coming that way. She was in the area. So we set up to meet. So that was a very big thing for me mm. um, because I was always wanting this opportunity to meet her. And this had kind of been like five years in the making. Got you. And um, the woman who truly, truly raised me as I was growing up is Imogene Grant. And uh, anybody who was in Peoria knew that, like, I was with her all the time. That was my heart. That was my right hand. And I always knew what Imogene was talking about was truth. I couldn't understand it as a child. People (laughs) would say stuff like she's kind of off her rocker, but she was always right. Everything she said that would happen to the world, everything she was she was showing me about the education system and, the you know, the political system and all these things. She was always dead on. Well, my aunt Jean also drove me to college. She was the person who took me to college. So I wanted to share that with her because I felt like she was the person who was actually extremely pivotal in me getting to that point. She gave me a very solid foundation. We stopped. I remember when she took me to college, we, you know, we made our stops and we stopped at this restaurant and I couldn't remember the name of it. And so anyway, so like I'm in Dallas and we stop at this restaurant and I'm not really sure where where it is. And I get a phone call from my mother telling me me that my aunt Jean has passed. It hit me like a ton of bricks. Usually when I hear about somebody dying, I've heard that I've, I've gotten that call so many times. This is the only time I've ever cried. Mm. And at first, I guess, as I turned and and I remember we stopped and it hit me. I was in the exact restaurant that she had taken me when I got into college, when I got that message. And it hit me so hard. That's when I, it just, and I, it just, it burns in my brain because she was such a, such a figure in my life. Like she was, she was my everything. That was, that was my everything. And uh, I felt closer to her than I've ever felt to any family member. So now I'm like, all right, I'm going to prove to you, Angie, that this this trip is worth it. I ended up not meeting up with my sister. And it was really disappointing 
because I felt like we had an opportunity to connect. And for some reason, it was like all of a sudden that opportunity was like as I was there, that was no longer available. Gotcha. Um, and that really like hurt me for, you know, of course, a, a lot of different reasons. So I'm having these these high level emotional experiences all within this because it took us about three and a half days to four yeah. days to, to all the way to. So I'm experiencing all this stuff in real time. It's As like I'm highs, about, highs, and super duper low lows. You feel me? So yeah. uh, the last place we ended up going was Albuquerque. And that was dope. Mm -hmm. That was actually super, super dope. I loved the vibe. Mm -hmm. um, did the whole Route 66 thing, you know, and really enjoyed it. I enjoyed everything about being there. I mean, we definitely huh. just did the tourist thing. But even along the way, we would stop, and there was these house of mirrors and it was this that horrible <laughs> yeah. you know take the shoes off and go in the ground like yeah. we we were experiencing this trip mm. for everything to experience so i was in all these different places about to make this monumental change in my life having experiences being embraced and celebrated by people who love you to all the way going up to everything you know that occurred as as i stepped foot in vegas that that stands out to me that's that'll be mine that's my that, trip that's your best trip so let me let me backtrack a little bit just to make sure i understand and i might um uh, pepper in some questions so it sounds yeah. like you had a big party um you were connecting with the family knowing that you were going to be kind of changing turning the page the chapters were were, were going to be written right after yes, this sir. trip and, and and even during this trip because as you made your way you were with a handful of people, it sounds like, or one or two. So I, was with, I, I was I was with three people. OK, cool. Yeah, I was with and three people, two, two girls, one of my homeboys. All right, cool. So y'all were just kind of vibing and meeting people along the way that y'all knew or somebody that had connected with somebody. Right. No. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, like they they were money because they had to connect in New Orleans. Mm. I would I would have never been able to experience that without them. And it, right. that was so love. And then like mine's was the Dallas. So, you know, Got I did know people in the area and I also was trying to meet up with family. So and then the Albuquerque was just like, let's just do some funky around the way we can. It's it's on the way. It's right. Not like Might as well do the roadside way. thing. Right. Yeah. Might as well. You know, we, <laughs> Let's stop there if we're going right. to stop somewhere. So, exactly. yeah, man, it's super vibey. That's intense, man. Yeah, so it seems like, yeah, there's like a couple layers. Started in Birmingham, one of your favorite groups, right? Maybe still one of your favorite, I don't know, right? Bone Thugs <laughs> out there doing your thing, and then you keep it moving. You move into NOLA, which is just, I'm, I've heard such good things. I still have not been down there. What? I need to do that. Brother. Yeah, Bro, I did Vegas this year. That's, that's how that's how that's the vibe. Somebody gonna hug you, just grab you in the street, just hug you, just happy you exist. You know, Yo. like this place. Let's go. Oh man, it's gonna be great. I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, so then you you pivot from Nola and just a full vibe at, at this house kind of that y'all roll up on and the connects that y'all had down there. And you move yeah. into Dallas, and that's where the story gets heavier for you, right? You you right. you get some just devastating news. But in a place that also triggers this nostalgia, right? You're you're there in the same spot that Angie had you at um, when you were headed to school, right? I think it was and Captain then, D. Pretty, it, was, it was some fish fish place, but okay. I'm pretty sure Captain D's. Okay, so then you pivot in the rest of this time um, in, in with your people, right? Holding yourself together, holding them up, right? Them them kind of vibing with you, and you 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 pause and you get some Albuquerque under your feet on the way to Vegas.
I kind of have the eyes on like, you know, you say when you travel, community is what you're there for. And you can see that in these other parts of the trip. Um, even yeah. when, like you said, you didn't get to vibe with your sister, which really sucks, man. I'm sorry. I know that's straight is that's heavy. But as you were pivoting into Vegas, what what was in your mind? Like what what were your main expectations for that that next page turn? And yes, and yeah, what was your plan, right? Because I think life is usually with big moves. Like we went to Spain, right? We were not sure it was middle of COVID, all this stuff. But that's what we had. We had some expectations of how we hoped it would go, and then we had a plan of like what we how we were gonna land. Yeah, man. So it's funny because I'd come up with that plan several several years before I ever made the jump, and it was me telling myself, "You've put this plan off for too long." So as I was actually entering that, honestly, the feeling was like, is this moment too big for me? Mm. Um, and, you know, I remember getting out and just kind of feeling a city. And I just remember the last time I was there, I was like, everywhere I go, I lay hands. Like, I make my presence felt. I make sure to provide value i make sure to have an impact because i'm intentional about it i know how to build relationships i know how to build networks i'm never scared to to meet strangers or put myself out there at all i'm not afraid of rejection i'm not afraid of uh the common thought like i don't right. worry about those things because i'm very driven and so the plan was i felt the energy when i was out here and i felt like my creative energy had waned for so long due to the circumstances I wasn't living in areas that that really uh, sparked motivation or inspiration. Right. Yo. I remember that Vegas made me feel that way in a way where I felt like I belonged, like mm. tattooed weirdos like all, all over, like myself could be out there and just vibe. And it's like it's normal, whereas like, you know, you could be in some Midwest areas or some even down south areas and people look at you like, where you from? What, what yeah, is what this? you doing here? Yep. Yeah. So, it, you know, I was. I was praying and hoping that Vegas would genuinely bring the best out of me, that it would it would round me up in a way that would produce great results. When I pulled up to the house, I felt better because, like I said, the first thing I told myself is, where have you been when you didn't lay hands? Where have you been where you didn't, you know, shine your light and, and make mm -hmm. sure that people knew you was there? Like, people know when you're there and people know the difference between when you're there and when you leave. So when 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 has that stopped? Make it happen here. So I just decided to play the long game. Like no matter when it's how long it took, I mm. I knew the steps and I just needed to, you know, put it in motion. And so again, I hit the ground running and I networked everywhere. I went to every event, shook hands, kissed babies. You know, I, I, I was always seeking to understand first, seeking to see what what other people brought to the table and the value. Mm. And just naturally, because of that, people became very interested in who I was. Like, who is this cat? Like, who is he? And so my reputation took off before people knew what else I brought to the table. Mm. I had to stage after that. So now it was just show and prove. That's, yo, right. that's, 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 yo, man. Like, I hear you 100%. That idea of, like, Choosing like this sounds very like uh, like corporate or whatever, but like letting your character go before you, right? Yes. And even letting that be what you show first, because so many times people are ready to jump to like, what can I get? What can you give me? What can how can we, you know what I mean? But like, no, nah, we gonna be here for a little bit, or be in the spaces that you know you want to be. Like that has been a massive game change, right? 
sitting yourself where, like you said, tilting that question from is this space too big for me versus when have I not been myself? And as when has being myself not been enough, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like, there's not a world in which that's true. So don't let yourself buy that garbage. You know what I'm saying? It's just trash. 100%. I hear you, cuz. That is, you again, this is one of those things where it's like, this is a lesson that, you know, I I came hoping to, you know, really get linked with you and then also, you know, make some content that that you could also use and, and, and just tell your story. But you preach it to me, my dude. You really let me know that those things that are like stirring, they're not, they're not done, right? They're yes, not sir. Done. Yes, sir. Dope, bro. Well, that's that's awesome. Any other things? So then fast forward from there, you 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 move in, you you start and you 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 start rolling in that. What what would you say is on that Vegas timeline for you then? What are some of the the highlights or 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 lessons that you have from that time? Yeah, man. So I always I said this at Devon's wedding, man. Life is all about learning yourself first and then just understanding here. Here are my gifts. Go somewhere where those gifts are wanted and appreciated and somebody wants them and you good. The rest will work itself out. And so I found a space where and everything was divine timing. Right. Like I thought, oh, I should have been here two years sooner. But you know, hitting the ground running here, the Vegas scene that I found myself in needed someone like me. They needed someone who had had success in the industry, knowledge. They needed somebody who had experienced it, who still had the credibility to run in the scene, who was likable and personable enough, and that was great at building relationships in order to get to people and and speak to things that other people didn't have an opportunity to speak to. As I, again, as I got the platform, I was able to just lead by example, supporting other people, encouraging, not making it. I'm a very competitive person, but I want to see everybody win, mm. right? It's not about like either or for me. It's like, I w- it win-win. Let's, let's develop this win-win, right? Mm. And so I noticed the scene needed that because of course I came in and I'm just evaluating. I'm like, that's why people turn to me so quick. They don't have that. They don't have that energy here. Hmm. God put me somewhere where this energy wasn't regular. God gotcha. helped me to be an extreme standout, hmm. and use those connections and networks too. I put on shows. I organize other people projects. You know, I come to the table as a consultant on ideas. I'm working with a lot of different entities, from venues to promoters. Um, nonprofits, like I got my hands in a little bit of everything. And it's, it's just based on knowing that I just, I'm selling a brand. I'm selling myself. I'm selling my skills, my, you know, my talents, my abilities, my experience, you know what I mean? My education. I'm just selling all these things in a package. You figure what you can get from me, how I can fit into your community. I'll show you where you fit into my community where you can pick up that shovel and then you realize I got somebody on my team and I pick up somebody on my team and we keep it moving and we change the world that way. So Hmm. I just genuinely found that, you know, when you, when you're in the right space, man, people will appreciate you, you know, the right, the right space will always value you the right way. And if you're not getting value, you're not in the right space, you know, somebody want what you got, somebody want what you're doing, what you bring to the table. So I've always been, that that's been my biggest thing 
Uh, it's changed everything, man. I would tell my younger self, like, thank you. <laughs> thank you for having the guts to be like, man, I'm going out. I'm going out west. I'll see y'all later. I'm out of here. Man, I am chewing on that. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sitting on this for a little bit, man. I really appreciate this conversation. I think that it's well beyond, you know, locations and visits, right? Like some of that is there, but like that's the journey, right? It's it's really the journey and in more way than just the movement, right? So yeah. that movement is growth, that movement is believing in yourself, that hope, right? That movement is risk, right? All of that. And I think that that's that's interesting because I think I'm starting to digest some of my past experiences and my aspirations through that lens of I'm not looking for like just a tap tip like fix on this thing. I'm really trying to understand and experience, you know, like like you said, what I want to bring to the spaces that that will most value them and and also what I want to get from those spaces. Like what gives me the highest and most consistent level of peace, right? What is the most sustainable situation where I can feel peace and challenge and feel at home? Yes, sir. Right. Yes. That's what growth is for me. I need new, I need challenge. I need problem solving. I need connection, but I also need peace. I know I need it. If ever a time, my brother, if ever a time we needed that peace, lock that peace up. Right. For real, bro. For real. Well, man, I appreciate you for sharing that. One more time, just hit us with the details and, and the best spot to find some of your work. Yes, sir. So you can find me on all platforms under I am James Wade. It's consistent across Twitter, trends, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. SoundCloud, even if you look up on the streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple Music, is I am James Wade. You'll find me. And of course, in all my bios, the link to the new album is out. And that's just what I want to give people when I want to throw something that way that's monetized or something like that. I take care of that end. But this is for the, the, the artists, for the fans, man. So, you know, just listen, have a good time. It's a it's a nine piece, 20 minutes. Get you in and out. It'll be some of the be the most beautiful music you've ever heard. I can put my soul on that one. There it is. He says it's a nine piece. Go get it in the middle of nowhere, right? So mm -hmm. yes, listen. Um, yeah, reach out and uh, connect, right? It's all about community and it's all about, uh, yeah, the journey. Show them some love. Show them some love. Well, thanks so much, James. I appreciate you for coming out, man. It's, it's just uh, it's a pleasure to have you on the other end of this microphone and, and this screen because... Yeah, God knows it's, it's it's crazy to see these stories develop, but we are yeah. we are on purpose, um, and we're we're moving with a purpose. So thank you for sharing your intentionality and and your art and and just your 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 mind. Right, your mind is such a tool; it just speaks truth. Right, it pierces through uh, what could seem unclear in a way that is just refreshing. So thank you, sir. Right, man, blessings to you. I appreciate you. You my cousin. I've loved you my whole life, man. Remember you when we was little tykes, and I'd always pick you on my team. <laughs> I remember I, that, dude. We could win, bro. I never, I never doubted you. I was like, I'm gonna have to stay on his behind, but <laughs> I believe I can win with my mans, and that's the that's the most beautiful thing I think we can give each other is when somebody lets you know I, we can win together. Like I believe me and you can win together. That's the that's the most beautiful thing you can accomplish in life is winning with other people. So it, that was real from the beginning, my guy. I love you to death. Definitely, James. Love you too, man.
traffic to kill that back and forth. Catch me outside, sliding through the north. I can, I can send that package and traffic to kill that back and forth. I can, I can send that package and traffic to kill that, kill that, kill that. I can send that package and traffic to kill that back and forth. I'm Dietrich Hunter, and this has been Curate Curiosity. Follow us at Curate Curiosity on Instagram and wherever you listen to podcasts.